0: Wake up, wake up, get up Yo, how y'all doing? I hope you're having a good day I hope you're feeling well I hope you are ready to get out there And get shit done Yeah Good morning everybody, welcome back to Thoughts About DeVille D I-, I am your host DeVille D We pushing our way through this week (laughs) How come every time I get ready to record I always have to burp Or yawn or something like that I don't understand it man Maybe it's nerves Maybe it's um, I don't know But either way man Old guys are weird I was talking to this old head the other day Hadn't seen him in a while So you know We bumped into each other at a Location and so we chopping it up we kicking it we talking and i i I saw him pull out a like a travel size bottle of scope now i haven't i couldn't tell you the last time i seen a bottle of scope listerine but scope maybe i just don't pay enough attention when i'm moving around through the through the store and i'm just looking for what i'm looking for But he pulls out this travel-sized bottle of Scope mouthwash and busts the top off of it. And that's what really caught caught my attention. When he pulled it out, I didn't think that was too weird because he's at work. And I was like, okay, maybe when he goes to lunch, he eats. He might like onions or something. he wants to be able to rinse his mouth out before he goes back to work or something like that or after he smokes. But then I saw him pop the top. So... The first thing that I'm thinking is, okay, he's about to use that right now. Where is he going to spit it? Because we're in a the building. There's no trash cans around or anything like that. So I'm thinking, where, where is he going to spit that at? And you know what Old Head does? Old Head knocks that thing back like a shot of Hennessy. He bends back that shot of a uh, Scope mouthwatch and swallows it. So I'm like whoa playboy Because Scope is not made for consumption You know you're not supposed to swallow You're supposed to swish it around and spit it out So I started thinking to myself Whoa is old head trying to get lit off of Scope at work Reason why I thought that back when I was little I remember there was um, some winos in the neighborhood Yeah now Wino is basically the opposite of the politically correct term of alcoholic. Wino is a person who likes to get drunk. Who gets stupid, crazy drink. Wino is a person who has a drinking problem. For you millennials out there. And I used to hear stories about how these winos would drink pretty much anything with alcohol in it, Anything that they could possibly get a buzz with from mouthwash... To vanilla, to rubbing alcohol, and I actually heard that one guy supposedly drank so much rubbing alcohol that he went blind or he went crazy, or something like that. I'm not quite sure, but that's what made me think, damn! Oh, yeah, it's getting lit off mouthwash at work. Now you know I used to live down in South Georgia, so we used to drink shine, moonshine. We did, we drank the moonshine, that white lightning. You know, and I remember one Sunday we went to this lady. Like, they called her Grandma. We are gonna go to Grandma's and get some shine because why did we go out there to get the shine? I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't know why we went. To, we chose to go there at this particular time, but we went out there and we got it, and it came. She gave it to us in a liquor bottle, like a gin bottle. We went back to the house. And we started drinking and we smelling it and sipping. And it's like, it had a real distinct odor. And that odor was rubbing alcohol. This old lady, I almost called her something else. This old lady was out there selling us, was out there selling uh, rubbing alcohol. So, because when we went to get it, it wasn't even made up. She We waited for like five, ten minutes for her to put this thing together i think all she was doing was transferring her drink her gin out of that bottle into something else and filling that bottle up with rubbing alcohol we didn't finish drinking it neither, to say we got rid of it but yeah that was just an interesting story i thought of when i saw the old head drink that bottle of scope one bottle of scope i'm pretty sure not gonna get you lit but who knows how many bottles of scope that he had. I've never seen anybody drink mouthwash before. Took me by surprise, you know. He could have went to the bathroom, gargled it, spit it. So that leads me to, to believe that he does does that pretty on a regular basis. Because, you know, when that mouthwash hits your mouth, it burns like hell. And your first instinct is to, get, to spit it out, you know. But, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. So yesterday, I told you guys a story about my experience getting pulled over by the police. If you didn't listen to it, go back and listen to it. What was today? Today is, so what? Monday. Monday, I got pulled on the the way home from Warner Robins while I was working. I got pulled over by the police. Go listen to that story. I'm not going to, you know. Take the time to tell it all over again. I've told it once, but so when I went back to when I went back to work, I was talking to, you know, my coworkers, and after work I was talking to some friends about it, and for the most part, everybody was everybody was in agreement that there was some shenanigans going on with that traffic stop for whatever reason it was. Most people were saying that they felt like that The, the officer thought that He probably would have got a Was going to get a drug bust out of that What ended up just being nothing Like I said I didn't even get ticketed But There was one particular friend That insisted on Siding with the, the, the law enforcement he tried to come up with every reason under the sun of why that happened and how it was. Like, nobody was saying, I wasn't saying that they treated me bad or, you know, they tried to rough me up or they tried to railroad me or anything like that. I wasn't saying that. All I was saying was that I felt like I got pulled over for no reason, no legit reason. And then quickly, very quickly release, you know, and he was like, well, maybe the, the the other officer ran your tag. I'm like, this whole incident happened in under 60 seconds. At the most, it was a minute, 30 seconds. This was a real quick situation. It wasn't like I was just sitting on the side of the road. It, it was quick, but finally we all came to understanding that, you know, for whatever reason, if you take out the reasoning behind whatever the motivation was that I that ended me up getting pulled over, we all ended up in agreement that me being pulled over was unwarranted, and you know it was some bull. Like I said, I'm not too tight. I'm not real tight about it. I was aggravated, but I wasn't real tight about it because. Like I said, they didn't waste a lot of my time, and, you know, they didn't even take me out the car. I didn't get searched or roughed up or nothing like that. It was just aggravating the fact that, you know, you pulled me over on the humble, and, you know, just was like, okay, bye. I don't know, but I'll let somebody else be the judge of that. All I can do is tell you the story. Now, one thing that was brought up that was a good point, because, like I said... When I pulled off, they pulled off for another car. And he asked me, did that car was the the car look similar to mine? Which I don't remember. We were on the highway. We was moving fast. All I seen was the lights hitting them and a car pulling to the side and I was past the car before it got pulled over good. So I can't sit here and say whether or not the cars was our cars were similar, you know, but that was one legit thing. Maybe he was Maybe he was after the wrong car. Maybe the car that he wanted to pull over wasn't my car and he thought it was. I don't know. Either or. Like I said, I'll let somebody else be the judge of that. I'm not butt hurt about it. Now, I'm going to slide on up out of here for a second. I got the pee. Now, don't go nowhere because I'm going to tell you about my sponsor, and then I'm going to get right back with you. So that boy, R. Kelly, is out. And, <clears throat> excuse me, he did his first interview since being released. I didn't watch it. I have no desire to watch it. I feel no need to watch it. I'm, I got a pretty good idea of how it's going to go. He's going to say he didn't do it, he's going to say they're lying. He's going to, you know, do this and that. Because that's the way the script goes I did, however, catch a couple clips of it um, Some memes, uh, you know, some Instagram videos of him crying and Talking about how he's fighting for his life And how stupid it would be for him to be doing that Knowing the past that he has now That sounds like an admittance to me You're talking about the crazy past that you had What crazy past, Mr. Kells? Either way, he says that he went. He didn't do none of that stuff that they're talking about. I don't believe it personally. I think he did it. I mean, there's videotape of you doing things. Some of the things that you're accused of doing, it's hard to argue with that, yeah. unless you. I'm gonna leave that alone. Either way, man, I've been noticing that that despite all of this, what's going on. All of the videos All of the Quote unquote Confessions and testimonies He still has A lot of people out there supporting him I've seen several people Saying things like R. Kelly didn't Rape anybody He had sex with Underage Girls Okay Now While, yes, R. Kelly may not have or didn't, has never been, as far as I know, even alleged that he forcibly took sex from anybody, if he has been accused of that, I don't know about it, but is how in one breath are you going to say that, okay, I'm not saying this is okay. Because he did have sex with underage girls But he didn't rape anybody Now they do call it They do consider it statutory rape Because I guess the the rape part is um, You know them being a minor And you being able to influence them Into doing what you want them to do Using your status, your fame or You know just being a slick talker To talk her into doing what you want them to do and yes, it is true that though that there have been since the beginning of the time, man, there's been older cats that was dealing with younger girls. Y'all remember in in, in the high school, it was always some the find. It's usually like the finest chick in school that would have that dude who pull up and pick her up from school and stuff like that, and drop her off to school in the morning. He's probably nineteen, twenty. You know, she's 16, 17. It's nothing new, but there's a big difference between that. It's a big difference between that somebody who's fresh out of high school, you know, a 19 year old, 18 year old, dipping back into that high school, and a 20 something, a 30 something, a 40 something year old man dipping back in that high school. Now, I don't write the laws. And tell people what's legal and what's not legal. But it's illegal to mess with them little girls, fellas. You can't justify it. No matter what, you can't justify it. And I know that some people may have done these type of things. They may have partook, partaken, partooked in these type of actions and so on and so forth. So in their head, they're trying to make peace with themselves for doing what they were doing, but if you did it, you did it, whether you got caught or not, or whether you the parents was cool or not, you know it's still a questionable act now I've heard i can't I didn't take the time to verify this it's just hearsay from coming from me, but I've heard that there if you there's something I forget what the law is called, but basically like if the parent Approves of an adult marrying a minor, then the 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 court will allow that underage marriage. That's wild, right there. Now, I am a, a, a I am a, a a supporter of people being able to live the way that they want to. I feel like you you get to a certain point where there's certain decisions that based on your beliefs and your you know the way you live nobody should be able to step in from the outside and tell you you can or you can't do certain things but you know that's neither here nor there what else is going on out there ah i saw lebron what the hell is lebron doing i'm just gonna touch on this for a quick second but what the hell is lebron doing I was scrolling through the ground, and I saw uh, a, a video of him. Uh, they brought the ball in, and the ball was just like, you know how sometimes they don't catch the ball, The inbound it, it. just, like, rolls. And so this ball was rolling, and he just walked with it. Walked the whole length of the court with the ball rolling. Then when it got to the other side, he stopped. As soon as the defender started moving towards the ball, he stopped, picked it up and shot it. It didn't go in. Now that would have been a boss move if he shot that thing, he and it dropped. He it was wet. If it was wet like a senior on prom night, but it wasn't wet. It was dry. It was dry like Popeye's biscuits out here in these streets. What the hell's going on, bro? And then I saw I think Kuzma like pushed him towards um uh, 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 A shooter to And I'm trying to figure I didn't see the game So I don't really know The context of it I don't know how You know If he was telling him I don't know if LeBron Wasn't playing defense And he pushed him Like go play defense Or if he just gave him A little shove To let him know That's your man now I don't know But Either way man It's been looking He's still been getting buckets though Can't take the way from Uh, The fact that he's out there getting buckets, his defense has been kind of wacky though, and at certain times it just seems like he don't want to be out there. Maybe he doesn't, because I did see where he said he wasn't chasing anything in basketball anymore, anything in the NBA anymore. So I mean, he's had the big contract, he has the rings, got brought Cleveland a ring. I think what I think I I think LeBron is now in that um he's the guy who's just going to work to get his check. He's there so he doesn't get fired. He's not trying to accomplish anything anymore or take anything to another level. He's just basically there to be the face of the franchise, help them sell tickets, set up his his sons to um you know to pursue their basketball careers or their after high school careers. And I think he might retire after these 4 years. Think he might play these last four years out and just be like, you know what, I'm done. This was like cause this wasn't this like the first major injury or the first injury of this kind that he had. And, you know, he's getting older. I think he's what, 34 or something like that. If he wants to go sit down, there's nothing wrong with that. I respect that. I never try to tell another man how to live his life. And for some reason we're so we're so privileged in our thinking that we feel like that because these guys get out there and they make millions of dollars and because we're infatuated with them that they're supposed to be there as our court gestures for as long as we want them to we want them to burn themselves out till they have nothing else left to give and then walk away from the game if he ready to quit that's on him if he doesn't if he's gonna go out there and half-ass it that's on him man it's a grown-ass man He can live his life however he wants to. That ain't none of my business. But y'all didn't come here for that, did you? Y'all came here for some discipline. And I'm going to give it to you. See, life is like an at-bat playing baseball. Now, yes, of course, when you're at-bat, you would like for that ball to just come straight down the barrel so you can just knock it right on up out of the park. In the perfect world, that's how it would happen. Unfortunately for us, that's not how it happens in the real world. There's going to be fastballs. There's going to be curveballs. There's going to be sliders. And every once in a while, that bastard might throw one straight at your head. This is where your discipline comes in. You have to be disciplined enough. To watch that ball and realize that Every time that ball comes your way It might not be time to take a swing You may have to watch a couple of those balls You have to be patient You have to be disciplined To see if that ball is going to break Or not But At the same time You can't be afraid You can't sit there and watch that ball whiz past you. And strike out without swinging. That's weak. You got to at least take a swing. Give yourself a chance. Take this information and do with it whatever you will. But remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or massivated today. Either way, you made a difference, my friend. Get you some breakfast. Because you going to need it while you're out here. Getting shit done Remember to have an amazing day And thank you Each and every last one of you For tuning in to DeVille D.I. Thoughts by DeVille D.I. The VILDI podcast Peace